0: Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the Texas Outlaw running talk show. This is your host, Briston Reigns. I'm the founder, owner, and Texas Division Race Director here at Texas Outlaw Running. This episode you're about to listen to is known as Shooting the Bull. Shooting the Bull episodes release every Monday, and we shoot the bull about running, fitness, and life itself. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a rating. Thanks for tuning in, and enjoy this show of us shooting the bull. Good cold morning, Asher.
1: Hey, good morning, Briston. Man. So I, you, sh- you should tell the listeners what you prefaced this podcast with.
0: I don't know what prefaced is. It's out of my vocabulary. You got okay. to Speak a little more well, text in for me.
1: Well, Briston, he opened the, the call, and the first thing he said to me was, I hope you got something to talk about. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because I ain't got nothing down. Usually, I put something in my notes if I get an idea throughout the week. But I didn't have nothing this week, man. Hey, so I thought this was kind of funny. So my dad, you know, my dad, he's redneck country. And we were talking about if I was country or not. And, um, I, you know, I said I'm probably about 10% redneck, 35% country. And then fifty five percent city, and then my mom summed it up pretty well. She said, "You're an outdoorsman." And I was like, "Oh, I forgot about hey, I that. Like, I forgot about that category there." So with that, I want to know, like Ashley, what are you, dude? What percentage of redneck are you? Country, or even outdoorsman?
1: Man, I can get my I can get my redneck on. Um, I think that comes out whenever ATVs, four wheelers, or four by fours are involved.
0: Uh, uh-huh. not necessarily redneck, but hey, we'll keep going.
1: No, I mean I think I think redneck entails that that type of activity for sure. Especially mudding. Um like that's one of my favorite things to do of all time. Um outdoorsmen, definitely.
0: Google. What is a redneck? A redneck is a American, a white American, perceived to be a to be crass and unsophisticated. Closely associated with royal whites of the Southern United States. So we do have some unsophistication about us.
1: I'd say that's probably true.
0: Anyways, keep going.
1: Well, yeah. Um yeah, and then I definitely think there's some outdoorsmen about me. I love being like, you know, love going camping, love being out in the mountains. Um backpacking is obviously one of my favorite things to do. Percentage-wise, I don't know, man. I probably like to think that I'm more of those things than uh than it's true. Honestly, dude, you want to know something? What? Sometimes, sometimes I wish I had a little bit more of a country accent, which I'm sure to some people, like, I sound pretty country, but I, just to myself, I'm like, I sound way too city.
0: Well, you what are you from know? the city.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> that guess i from the biggest city. Dude, you just gotta turn
0: star. it on. Look, I'm gonna turn it on right here. You ready? All right, y'all. All right. We're do the shooting the bowl <laughs> with Dasher and Bristol. And, we, you know, we're going to get on right now. Anyways, hope your runs <laughs> going good. I know a lot of you listen to this on your runs. Um, anyways, let's get on with the show. So, what do you want to talk about, Asher?
1: Well, I figure since it's so cold out here, we could talk about running in the cold and,
0: <laughs> running in you the know, cold. motivation. Man, what a boring topic.
1: Well, I mean, I think people, I think people and myself included, if you're a morning run person and you got to get out there and, you know, wake up at six and run in 30 degree weather, there's just, there's just a different type of motivation that's needed there. You, hey, know?
0: you know, something I saw on Facebook was these people, they went out and ran when it was freezing. It was like negatives and they went out and ran in it. But they said, I believe it was his name was Denny, he said, You gotta train, like you're gonna race and he said, All you ultra and troll ultra runners and trail runners, he was like, Why aren't y'all out in these conditions, training and um because this is stuff like if you're an ultra marathon runner, this is just stuff you might have to run through. And so I thought that was a pretty good point about training and conditions that you might have to race in. So motivated me. Yeah. It it motivated me to go out and run in the cold, not on the treadmill. So,
1: Good, bro. Yeah, I think there's something to be said about maybe not even that you'll experience those conditions in a race, but rather just getting out there and being really uncomfortable because that will – I think that will – more than just, you know, aerobically train you, that'll train your mind to be ready for conditions that aren't ideal. And honestly, dude, and you've heard me say this, that's my thing about uh, running in the heat, like running in the humid heat, that's going to train your mind more than, and there are benefits uh, aerobically and respiratorily, but that's going to train your mind over everything else.
0: I guess. I don't know. You know me and my heat running. I'm just enjoying yeah, this nice cold weather. Yeah, I, I might as well just move up north where the weather's all good. Go out there, <laughs> some country roads and up north, you know, Montana, Wyoming. Kind of live that Yellowstone lifestyle. I haven't even watched Yellowstone, I just know it's a popular thing. So,
1: yeah. <sighs> I think you'll find real quick that. The cold up there versus the cold here is uh very different.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this episode did. It's being published on January second, and so it's gonna be uh twenty twenty three. So the the yeah. world's gonna go around three hundred sixty five days again. So
1: yeah, sure will
0: year's gonna go around so I, i'm not cheesy when it comes to stuff it's uh it's another year and you're gonna get halfway through it and then the next before you know it, it's gonna be another year you know yeah dude what in the world are you looking at right now i see you following your eyes uh, or something
1: i was watching a flock of birds fly by <laughs> oh.
0: You're like a dog looking around, and then all of a sudden, something catches you. Eye. Yeah. They're a
1: little, they're a little late flying south. Oh yeah, so it's it's already pretty cold. Yeah.
0: So yeah. you want to talk about training in the cold? You ain't said much about it. Hey,
1: well, you've been you've been rambling on about whatever you've been rambling on about.
0: Oh, it's too tough for you, then, huh? Hey, so I thought this was kind of funny whenever i first started running i had this picture that i stole online but i would use that picture to figure out what to wear uh depending on what temperature it is and so like if it was 30 to 40 degrees it would tell you to wear like gloves and two layers or whatever it is you know um i did that all the way up to high school honestly for the past few years i kind of just i've thrown that junk out the window well it's not junk it helped but i threw it out the window and now if it's 30 degrees 40 degrees 50 degrees i kind of already know what to wear you know and
1: that's i definitely
0: don't overdress (laughs) like if it's if it's above 42 degrees i'll be wearing a long sleeve if it's below 42 degrees and it's between 30 and 42. I'll be wearing a vest. Or, really, if it's anywhere between 10 degrees and 32, I'll be wearing a vest and gloves. So, yep.
1: I like that. I've, all, I've actually always thought about that. And I've always thought about making myself a chart of what to wear, um, like what's going to be most comfortable. But I never have. And I think at the end of the day, like you have just gained over however many years of running or using that chart. And now you don't even have to think about it. I think I've pretty much had to do the, or I've come to the same conclusion. Like I'll, uh, I'll check the temperature real quick on the weather app and I'll be like, all right, it's a hat gloves and long sleeve kind of day. Or it's a, you know, I got to put a le- an extra layer on. And like a couple of days ago it was like, all right, I need, Two layers of pants and two layers of you know something up on my upper body. So, yeah, I like that.
0: Oh yeah, you figure it out. All right, let's see your yep. training rant. Yeah here. My training rant. Nope. And I'm gonna stop you if it gets boring. You better keep it interesting.
1: It really wasn't a training rant. I was just thinking about uh, motivation for cold running. I mean motivation
0: I kinda, you just get out there and already, do it
1: well yeah that's the ideal but um i guess if i could offer any advice if anybody's thinking about that kind of thing it's kind of like we've been talking about dress for
0: success i think <laughs> I mean, we've never talked better, about more
1: layers yeah more layers you're always, yeah, <laughs> always going to be able to shed i think everybody knows that um Honestly, and my my favorite thing to do whenever it's cold is shorten my warm up routine to like a couple leg swings, and I'm off. Like, let's get this thing on. Let's let's get our body warmed up to the perfect temperature. Let's go.
0: Yeah, so. I'm gonna be honest. I whenever we're on our breaks between cross country and track season, I don't stretch. Um. Uh, And last night, before I went to sleep, my legs felt so – I don't know what the word is. They needed to stretch. It was like 10.30. I was about to go to bed. I had to, like, undo my covers, stretch, and then go to bed. And uh, I literally have had dreams about stretching. So I think I need to start stretching (laughs) or something. But, uh, yeah, I just don't stretch. I don't know. I just – I forget to. I don't think about it, you know. You know, just stretching. Yeah. I don't want this show or this episode to be about stretching because stretching is stretching. I mean, you're supposed to do it. I I don't know if y'all have read the David Goggins book. As soon as he started stretching, he immediately got two minutes to a minute miles or one to two minute miles faster than before he had stretched. So stretching after all that Navy SEAL training and all that, he, that David Goggins did, it allowed him to run faster. And so he attributes a lot of his fast times to stretching. And so it's really important. Um, I should probably be doing it. And I used to in high school. I'd stretch for like 20, 30 minutes every night. I was very disciplined. Um, but now, you know, I just don't think about it. So,
1: so are you? Are you the type of guy to make routine of it, like afterwards, or? Because I know whenever I – I mean, the program we were under or you are still under in college, uh, our coach made the point to do it before. So what what are your thoughts there?
0: I think before you run, it should just be some little stuff just to get your legs loose. And that just depends. If you got done with the lift and you got done weight training, you're going to be a little bit more stiff and sore. So you're going to want to stretch longer. But if you didn't yeah. do those things, you just need to kind of shake it out a little bit, do whatever for five minutes, then you're good. But I do believe that after a run, which I used to do this in high school every day, after a run you should stretch. Static stretch means you're stretching and holding for 10 to 20 minutes on your legs. Get them all loosened up yeah. and ready to go for tomorrow. So um, I'm not, I'm not a fan of... Static stretching, which, again, that's when you stretch and you hold the stretch for a while. I'm not a fan of that before a run. I've read too much stuff that shows that that can lead to injury. And I wonder, you know, it's pretty obvious, um, you know, in our program that I'm in right now, Cross Country and Track, we do see a lot of injury. And I just wonder if that's attributes to it because they've done studies to where stretching – especially before a run, shows that it leads to injury. Um, and I, I might have been Born to Run, which I haven't read his new book, but Born to Run was a book I read. It might have been that one. It might have been a different book. But I read a book to where um, they had taken these group of runners and they had them stretch, and they had another group of runners that didn't stretch. And the ones that stretched got injured, more injured, than the ones who didn't stretch. Mm. So yeah, sure. I don't know. That's just a test that they did. It was a pretty big group size too. So who knows? Right. But anyways, um, you got anything you want to add to that?
1: Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, obviously my routine for so long for like, I mean, this entire training block that I've been on is to just completely neglect stretching after the run and but the one thing that i will do is get loose before uh runs and workouts and that's not like you know i'm touching my toes um you know doing just these long drawn out stretches i'm doing literally 20 leg swings on both legs and then i'm taking off and i think that's just honestly dude okay this is what it is you got to find what's right for you because I've found a routine that works perfectly every time for me. I always feel good. I always feel loose. Maybe on a workout day, I'll do a couple A skips, B skips, um, some high knees, some butt kicks. But besides that, I'm just straight up, let's get this thing done in like two minutes, three minutes, um, and get the workout on with. Because that's really – that's the more important part is I think people, they try to get loose so that they um, they can – get into a certain form or they just feel like they don't have as many hiccups in their step. But if that's one thing you can focus on during your run, instead of just naturally having to get there, um, I think you'll get the same effect. So, Oh yeah. But that's just me. Everybody has a different experience.
0: So before we cap it off, I want to let you guys know, I want you guys, you know, we do have a lot of faithful listeners. I want you guys to leave a review. If you can Apple podcasts, Spotify, whatever you listen to, I would ask that you guys can leave a review of the show. Tell people what you think. Hopefully it's a good one. And that helps get the show out there. I noticed a few, of you have already given us ratings. So shout out to you guys. Thank you. If you want to support the show, we got a Patreon, which is like $2 a month. And you can help support keeping the show up and running through there, but that's all I got. Ashley, you got anything else?
1: Yeah, I want to say one last thing. I was thinking about this. Um, the cold weather it can bring some really great memories. So one time, I ran the Frozen Toes 15K in uh, Fayetteville, Arkansas.
0: It's a good name,
1: and it was it was a trail race. Yeah, it is a good name it was a trail race and the morning of it was 15 degrees and there was frozen, uh, there was frozen snow, frozen water all on the trees. And so at the top of the mountain that we would run up, um, it was just white. Like everything was white. And I have this really iconic picture from that year. It was just me like running through trees, just covered in ice. And it was awesome. Um, so I uh, just want to encourage everybody. Uh, I know the cold weather can be um, demotivating, <laughs> unmotivating to get out in. But, man, get out in it, run in it, do a trail race in it. And, uh, yeah, happy trails at that.
0: Yep. And like Nick, uh, this is from Nick Bear, but he says embrace the suck. It's like a Army Ranger thing. So that's a good one for it. Yeah. And we'll see y'all next Monday on the Texas Outlaw running. Oh, no, that's not on the shooting the bull. All right, we'll see y'all next Monday on shooting the bull.